Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Welcome to uh, Sunday Live with Horace. I'm your host, Horace Podmore, political commentator. Now, I've got some stuff to go through today. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff. Anyway, let's get to it. I don't know whether you've seen this, but this is a real concern. HMS Westminster is being decommissioned. Reason? Not enough sailors for it. They've got, I mean, the, the Navy, across the armed forces, they've got a problem with recruiting and retention at the moment. But along with HMS Westminster, they're going to mothball Albion and Bulwark. Do you think there's something a little bit more sinister going on than not enough sailors to crew them? Old Grant Shapps, right? He's the one responsible. He's the one that's taken the decision to part these ships up. And do you think, with Albion and Bulwark going into mothballs, do you think it <laughs> sounds a death knell for uh, Royal Marines? But it's not just warships they're parking up. It's happening to the, uh, the army. They're parking up tanks all over the place, parking tanks up, not crewing them, not working on them. The same with the RF, a parking aircraft up, saying we haven't got crews to service them and man them, ain't got pilots for them. Do you think we're going to be beholden to the European defence system? Nuclear submarines, they're talking about that, parking them up. They're looking for a new admiral to run <laughs> the Royal Navy defence systems. They put it out on LinkedIn. Wonder why. They've got stacks and stacks of, uh, of admirals all still drawing pay, although they retired, drawing pay. Do you think they haven't got anybody qualified that they have to advertise on LinkedIn? Blooming concern, isn't it? It's a bit of a worry. Our security is at risk and they're parking them up. They're not recruiting, they're not retaining. Just look around the accommodation that they put soldiers in. Soldiers' accommodation isn't brilliant at the best of times. Families' accommodation is even worse. Years and years and years of underinvestment. That's what's caused it. Anyway, look into it. it it's really concerning that our national security is at risk. 
Great ball. This little nasty bastard. He's banned the police from wearing uniform at a memorial service for PC Yvonne Fletcher, who was killed 40 years ago by a Muslim jihadist. Why has he banned the police from wearing uniform? Have a think about it. What religion of peace is he? Just bores the piss, doesn't it? So, yeah. If I was a police officer, I would say, and I'd go and wear a uniform anyway. Just incredible. Anyway, so this is never, this, you can't make this stuff up. Farnborough, there's a brand new block of flats. Local people, were, it was on the market, local people were putting in bids to go and live there. £1,400 a calendar month for one of these flats. Home office stepped in, took the lot. And they're going to be housing some 300 illegal economic migrants in them. How is that fair on a local community? Just beggars belief what these people are thinking. They're illegal economic migrants, entered the country illegally without paperwork and we want to claim asylum. Really? It just beggars belief what they're doing. I just I don't understand some of the mentality of these people. They're giving over council houses to illegal economic migrants. The ones that's in hotels, they're all out working. <laughs> they're all out working and they're still paying them. Illegally, mind, on the black market. You couldn't make it up. Moving on. I find this a really, it's quite amusing, really. I mean, Starmer has managed to break all his promises. He's, in fact, broken more promises than any government that's been in power. <laughs> I don't understand why he's <laughs> polling so high in the polls. Can people not see through him? Are people that blinkered? Are people that stupid? Whenever he speaks, he puts people to sleep. There's not a truthful word comes out of his cake hole. Remember, he's the guy that said there wasn't enough evidence for Jimmy Savile. Yeah, he was the head of the Crown Prosecution Service. Let so many things off. You couldn't make it up.
He's a multi-millionaire. You watch. I bet he finds his way to Davos in a couple of weeks' time. Mark my words. I bet he's there, along with Sunak. Anyway, <laughs> meanwhile, this one really rattles people. Rachel Reeves, Shadow Chancellor. She's on £86,000 a year at the moment and she can't balance her own books. If she becomes Chancellor, she'll get another 70000 on top of that, taking into £150,000 a year. And she's going to be running the UK's economy. She can't even get her own house in order. She can't even balance her own books on eighty-six grand a year, plus expenses. Don't forget the expenses. They don't pay for nothing. And she's going to be running the country's finances. People need to wake up and smell the coffee. They really do. If they think Labour have got any ideas of running the country at all. It's worrying. Really is worrying. Meanwhile, in London, yesterday, they blocked off Parliament Square and Westminster Bridge. Admittedly, the police are out in numbers. They've got them kettled in. And they start having a rap with them. Every week this is happening, every Saturday. You can't go into London for fear of getting beaten up because of these fucking idiots. It really does destroy your faith in the Met, in the police service across the country. Why are they letting them get away with it? Why are they allowed to do this every single week? It's unnecessary. They want to protest. Go and protest in Palestine. Go and protest in Gaza. Go and protest in Israel. Don't protest there. means nothing. It's just... just biggest belief sometimes what they get away with. Back to Khan again. So he's made a pledge that there'll be no strikes on the on TFL or the underground. Failed miserably. So far under his tenure, there's been 140 strike days. 140 strikes. <laughs> it's a lying little shit. He's responsible for all these marches. He's responsible for the police. He's the crime and police minister, uh, or what's name, commissioner for London. Knife crime is up horrendously. New Year's Eve, there's some poor 16-year-old, another 16-year-old stabbed to death in London under his watch. Knife crime just in Croydon alone is off the scale. His problem, his fault, 
He's not doing anything about it. Happy to spend millions promoting himself for New Year's Eve with fireworks and drones and Christ knows what else. Doing nothing to stop crime in London. And people have hoped for him again. Look at the ULES system that they're putting. It's costing hard-earned taxpayers, workers, millions just to drive into London to stop to get clean air bollocks, to raise money because he can't run the economy in London. That's what it's all about. He's generating money because he's, he's, he, what does he do with it? He's certainly not spending it where he should be. I despair. I'm so, so glad we moved out of London. Moving on. This I found really, really good. Candice Owens got a TV show. Kicked out Leah Thomas, you know, that big bloke that thinks he's a woman and told to take her woke, <laughs> wokeness with him. <laughs> Couldn't make it up. About time somebody started standing up to these fucking idiots. Did you see the other day? Finally, finally, Lord Coe and the, uh, the Olympic Committee have said that no trans will be competing <laughs> in the Olympics against trans, trans women against women. It's just unfair. Doesn't work. So they've been banned. Excellent. Moving on. This, what, what is wrong with the UN? United Nations have assigned this nasty piece of work. It's come out with, it's not a she, it's a he. It's a him, it's a trans woman, a him. So the suffragettes were white supremacists. And that J.K. Rowling is dangerous. And, and as UN's champion for British women, why the fuck does he hate women so much? Why have they appointed him in the first place? What, what goes through these people's minds? Where have they been indoctrinated? Who comes up with this shit? I just don't know. Now, here's a, here's a simple question. Okay? If Islam is so fantastic, why do so many Muslims seek refuge in Christian countries? It's a simple question. Nobody's, nobody's prepared to ask. There's a couple of reasons to it. A, they don't like living under Sharia law. Or they want to invade other countries and inflict Islam on Christian countries. 
That's probably the likely outcome. You only have to look around. Look what's happening in Europe at the moment. Look what's happening in Sweden. Rape capital of Europe at the moment. Look what's happening down in, in Italy. White people are being beaten up by gangs of black people. They don't do it one-on-one because they're freaking cowards. Occasionally you'll see, <laughs> see them get their, their comeuppance, but most of the time, yeah, it's all over Twitter or X, what you want to call it. You see it all the time. They film themselves doing it. And it's happening more and more and more. Look at the invasion coming from Africa. Look at how many illegal economic migrants have landed in Lampedusa alone this year. Look what's happening on Ireland. What is cultural enrichers? It's happening everywhere. And it has to stop. We have to turn the tide back before it's too late. It may already be too late. We may have already lost the battle. It just... It's just awful what's going on across the whole of Europe. But you are seeing some sense in some countries. Take Poland, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Denmark, Sweden, the Netherlands. Lots and lots of right parties coming to the fore. France. You wait for the general election there. Marie Le Pen will get in. In Germany, the right is coming forward. So Gert Wilders in Holland, <laughs> he's right. You've got a right idea, stop it. Anyway, there is a way to do it in this country. Brexit, let's do it properly. Let's get it right. We've got a golden opportunity. The only reason that the EU want us back, is for our money. No other reason whatsoever. They didn't like us when we were in. They made things difficult for us. All they want is our money. The economic collapse going on in the EU at the moment is off the scale. You watch this year, I wouldn't be surprised if the euro absolutely collapses. It's coming. And it's coming because we left. France and Germany have had to pick up the slack. And they don't like it. That's why they're making it so difficult for us. Do we care? 
and our answer, the best thing that we can actually do is to vote reform. Spread the word. 17.4 million of us voted to leave the EU. If that 17.4 million turn out, turn out on the election day and vote for reform, they will form the government. It's as simple as that. All those disillusioned Tory voters should come and vote for reform. All those Red Wall seats that Labour voters loan their vote to, to the Conservatives in 2019, should now come and vote for reform. And we will make this country great. We will turn the tide. They will stop the illegal migrants immediately by turning the boat straight round and sending them straight back to France. They will set up a brand new immigration department just to deal with immigration and put the right people in there. Go and have a look at Reform's website. Look at their manifesto. Look at their pledges. Look at what they can do. Look at the people that they've got. Nigel Farage is the honorary president. We've got a golden opportunity in Wellingborough at the by-election. So people in the Wellingborough area need to turn out. It was a leave area. They can get Ben Abib as an MP. He will, he will definitely shake them up in Parliament. It'll be like putting the, the fox into the hen coop. It'll be like putting the cat amongst the pigeons. He will ruffle an awful lot of feathers. Just look at his speech the other day. Just go and have a look at their, their press conference from the third. He knows how to do it. He knows how to ruffle feathers. He knows how to have an argument. It's what this country needs. This country needs a reform government. If he's got any chance of, of turning the tide on the shit that's going on at the moment. So all I can do is advise, have a look. If you don't believe me, go and check it out for yourself. Go and have a look what reforms stand for. They're not getting coverage in the mainstream media. You look at Sunak, he's scared of them. You look at <laughs> Starmer, he's scared of reform. They're scared of them because they know as soon as it starts electioneering and the mainstream media have to give them equal airtime, they will plummet in the, <laughs> in, the, uh, in the polls. People will see what a difference they can make. And anybody that's still believing the shit 
the lies that's coming out from, from the likes of the Labour Party just need the bumps feeling. Sunak's already lost it. He's got no chance. You've only got to look at some of the polls that's going on at the moment. And reform's starting to climb. They're up to 12%. And that's without the help of the mainstream media having to give them air time. The likes of Talk TV and GB News are giving them air time. But you're not seeing them on the mainstream media, you're not seeing them on the BBC, you're not seeing them on the ITV, you're not seeing them on Sky or Channel 4. Come election time, you will. You'll see them on your doorstep. Ask them. Reform is the only way forward for this country. It's, they're not far right. They are just right. Remember that. The left, the far left are, are, are telling us, telling you we're far right, we're racist, we're, <laughs> we're Nazis. We're not. We're just right. We just want this country to be great. And with a reformed government, we can get that. Anyway, I spouted on it enough. Go and check it out for yourselves. So, until I come back, <laughs> TTFN, ta-ta for now. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.